My fucking find out ex niggas done stole their seats. This is a message to the black man in America From Elijah Muhammad, the messenger of Allah To whom praise is due forever It ain't a rhyme, it's a lyrical sages letter I got a mind and it's ticking like a time bomb Hitting every nigga in the head with Islam And I'm kicking backs to the blacks in the projects Yo, I got a sword in my hand for the rednecks Damn the KKK Your cross burning peck of woods wearing a hood Yo, we don't play Go get your buddies and your white cheeks fixed with a badge and a gun 25 cars deep, son The only weapon that I carry is the truth About the government's plot to destroy black youth The devil is the Mac Using you to kill a black brother in the dope Gang slinging cocaine and crack But if you're too damn blind, deaf and dumb To understand where I'm coming from With a M-E-S-S-A-G-E To the black man, A-N-D His enemy, the color man Is the other man who took the brother man From the motherland, got him fighting one another And took our names from us Yes, 
Good one who is Christ-like, not one that eats the pig and smokes the pipe, right? Adulterous, fornicators and hypocrites saying God's a ghost who had sex with an innocent white woman, but Jesus is black, so why the hell are you waiting for a white man to come back? Look inside the book of Revelations, hard chapter one, giving a description of the true and living black. God damn, Uncle Sam better know as the colored man read the final call, fall of America, and I will say death has arrived with the plan from God himself, called message to the black man. Assalamu alaikum family. Can y'all hear me and see me? Ooh-wee. Say, listen, young brothers. Well, let me first start in the name of Allah, the beneficent and merciful. We thank Allah for coming in the person of Master Far Muhammad and raising up for us the exalted Christ, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. And we thank those two for leaving for us in our midst, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. And it's in their three names. I would like to greet you all with the greeting words of peace. We said in the Arabic language of, Assalamu alaikum. Listen, family, all you youngsters out there, I got a message for you. Make sure you stretch, man. Man, I done pulled something in my back, boy. That Epsom salt wasn't there. I was talking about that Epsom salt last night. That Epsom, that, that magnesium ain't kicking to my pores yet, man. Golly, I'm talking about yesterday morning. I was trying to, trying to get through the day. Yesterday morning, I was trying to rush up here to the power car, ran up them stairs, man. I think I done something in my, it's something in my, either my hamstring or my lower back. I need one of you, one of you uh brothers or sisters, man, who knows something about that body, man. That 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 you know, you know, it's one thing to some people know just about the muscle. I need to know what to do, man. This thing where I can't even I can't even bend down. So you young brothers, make sure y'all get your stretching in, man. I know you're young like me. I thought I was young and you know, I didn't need to stretch and all that. Oh, yeah, it's catching up to me today. Ooh, it's starting to catch up to me. So, today, though, we are on part three of the origin of blackness. We on part three. Now, we may have to finish this today because we have a special guest tomorrow, y'all. Oh, we got a special guest tomorrow. So, uh, we, we, we're going to have to finish this today. So, make sure you're taking your notes. Make sure you're taking your notes, and um, we're going to share at the very end. If you're new to the Power Call, make sure that uh, you're ready to share at the end, okay? At the end of every message that we listen to, at the end, we we share our thoughts, give our feedback, what stands out for us. And again, if you have not created your profile, it's free. 
to create your profile, www.thepowercall.net, so we can dialogue, build with each other, grow with each other, okay? Here we go. Uh, rubbing alcohol. Okay, that might, that, might, that might work. Okay, here we go. You go home and get your Bible and get into the book of, Dan book of Daniel. It's a book like Revelations, difficult for the weak, those who lack understanding. But it ain't difficult for the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. Bear with me a minute. Well, I don't want to keep you too long. I mean, I know you get tired, brothers. Oh, come on, Daniel. Where is you, Daniel? Oh, hell. Well, I, I, I'll say it, and then you go look it up. Oh, here is Daniel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, Daniel, let's talk to Daniel. Daniel said, first chapter, fifth verse. And the king, Nebuchadnezzar, spake unto Ashpenaz, the master of his eunuchs, that he should bring certain of the children of Israel and of the king's seed and of the princes, children in whom was no blemish but well-favored and skillful in all wisdom and cunning in knowledge and understanding science, and such as had ability in them to stand in the king's palace, and whom they, the Babylonians, might teach the learning and the tongue of the Chaldeans. And the king appointed them a daily provision of the king's meat and of the wine which he drank, so nourishing them three years that at the end thereof they might stand before the king. And now among these were of the children of Judah, Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, unto whom the princes of the eunuchs gave them names for he gave Daniel the name of Belshazzar and to Hananiah he called him Shadrach and to Mishael he called him Meshach and to Azariah he called him a bad Negro I mean a bad Negro a bad Negro But Daniel purposed in his heart that he would not defile himself with the portion of the king's meat. What was the king's meat that would defile Daniel? See, it's that slimy pig that the king was eating. And he wanted to feed the children of God on a meat that would sound their mental power and destroy their beauty appearance 
Come on, Daniel. So you know, he put them boys in the fiery furnace. What's the point? What's the Bible talking about? You think it's talking about some children of Israel back there? Some princes back there? No. It's talking about a royal people. A kingly people. You can't build mansions without mathematics and science. You knew mathematics. You knew science. That's how you could help the white man build his world. He haven't built nothing in America without you. And if you look at the inventions that you came up with that have advanced America, you are the people. The book is talking about you. He defiled you with wine and strong drink and with hog maw, chitlins, fat back, pig foot, hog brains. That's the king's meat. That's the white man's meat. But when you were back home, you didn't eat this kind of mess. He's a murderer. He's a liar. He's that from the beginning. What made him a murderer? How did he become a liar and a murderer in his nature? I'm almost there. Beloved, the womb of the female, as I mentioned uh, in one of our classes uh, a week or so ago, is a sacred place. You know, they talk about the yellow brick road. What was it, what Dorothy was walking on? She's trying to find the Wizard of Oz. But the yellow brick road was the road that led, she thought, to where she wanted to go, but she really wanted to get back to Kansas. You need to get back to God. And right now you've lost your way. You're a beautiful people, but you've lost your way. But in your heart, you want to get back to God. Beloved sisters, your womb is sacred. Your womb is the workshop of God. So the vaginal tract is the road to the womb. How can you defile the road that leads to the workshop of God? and then think that the workshop is going to produce the fruit that God would be pleased with. Do you follow what I'm saying? Wait, sister, you're sacred. 
everything about you is sacred. It hurts me to listen to black comedians stand up talking so filthy about sex and putting the male and female and the natural inclination of us toward each other and the reproductive science in such a cheap, low-down way so that we think of ourselves on such a cheap level. But sex belongs way up here. It's not dirty. We make it dirty. You think because Jesus, in your mind, was born without the agency of a man, which is false, that sex is dirty because he was immaculately conceived? How were you conceived? You mean to tell me that which brought us in was dirty, that which brought Jesus in was clean? Why? Because Jesus' mother didn't really have sex? But there was a Holy Ghost involved? He came under the cover of darkness? And the book said he came upon Mary? You go check it out. Up means up and on means on. Up on. Upon Mary. And she was pregnant then with the, the, that which was from the Holy Ghost. Right? Now dear Christians, don't be angry with me. Holy Ghost only means a holy man. Coming under the cover of darkness. Not recognized. But his aim, his purpose, and his assignment was to give Mary that kind of child that would deliver humanity and be the second Adam. That's why he's called the son. I'll get into that too. Oh, Muslims, we got a lot. I mean, we got a lot. We got a lot. We got a lot. And I'll tell you something. I'm not lying to you, you know. This two years that I've been down, a little over two now and not quite well yet but I'm so full that I, I, I need to let you rest a week or so because I don't want to tire you out you know and, and maybe yeah I know <laughs> We did. Now listen, I, wanna, I don't want anybody to misunderstand what I'm talking about because that is the nature of white people. But through that one that comes, the grace that is in him, they can escape that nature. Now I want you to see how they got to be a murderer. See, this thing called womb it's a serious place. 
Look at this place. You know, this was a Greek Orthodox church. See what these long aisles represent? That represent the vaginal tract. You see these wings? That represent the branches of the fallopian tubes. You see this here? This represents the sanctum sanctorium where the womb is. The place where God begins to shape you. So when you come in the door, you like an egg that came from the fallopian tube. It's there, but if it's not fertilized, it'll go right on back out in the menstrual cycle. But if that preacher is anointed with the Spirit, the Word of God will impregnate your mind and you will want to stay in that place and that place where you stay you call it church but it is a womb that is to make you out of Satan into God again that's what church is supposed to be and if you look at the great cathedrals they're built like this but a bigger wider area here which is just like the fallopian tubes and the place where the eggs are and the pastor comes out from here he delivers the word you say this is it I heard what I've been looking for I may go out but I'm coming back because this is a womb for me and that's why most pastors want to make their church a firm resting place so that the people that join can hold on and stay there till the Word of God can be ingrained in them that it starts producing a transformation. But if the church is a house of entertainment, you, you like entertainment, so you stay. Singing is wonderful, music is great, and the preaching is good too. But they don't care if you don't change. You came in switching like a young lady, and maybe they don't care. They pair you up with some others that's just like you. It may be in the ministry, maybe the choir director. So you're not being transformed into the people of God and that's what you really come for. And that's why as brothers in the ministry, see, you can't play with these people. Yeah, the women gonna love you all right. I mean, that's natural. And they wanna do just what I said women do. They wanna console you. You get, get on home to your wife and let her do the consoling. But she's quite capable. If you be the man that she's looking for, she's quite capable of consoling us. But of course, but of course, we can turn this into a playhouse. And a lot of times this is what's done because sisters, you fall in love 
when a man is preaching the word, you see the spirit of God in him, and the first thing you want to do is offer yourself to that man sexually. And you start playing that kind of game, see? But that's wrong. You don't come here for that. You come here attracted by the word, and the word, when it get in your heart, it starts transforming you. And as you transform, you're not looking for no lame man to be somebody that's going to seek to demand the beauty of your soul. You're looking for a man that's really of God. That don't mean he don't have faults. But it means that the beauty of him and the good of him is so good till the faults of him are minimized so you can still love him and you can still serve him. Yaku preached among the dissatisfied. He learned everything that the schools had to offer by the time he was 18. And I'll tell you something, brothers and sisters, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said that when they keep you in college all these years, they're keeping you there for financial reasons. They won't even admit that the, the, um, the courses that you took in this college is acceptable in another college. They make you go all over that ground again. So it's, it's a financial thing. It's really to extract money out of you. But if they really wanted to, you could have your doctorate degree by the time you are 18 years of age if they understand that as the shortest distance between two points is a straight line that they can get right to the matter in education and move you right along so that the children will never feel unchallenged and, and lay around with nothing to do and get into difficulty because you're not taking them as fast as they really have the capacity to go. And it's not that the children have fought. We are holding them back by our ignorance. Yaqub learned, studied the life germ of the original man. And he saw in that life germ there was a brown germ that was like dust. It had no form. It had no utility. It was there, but it was mastered by the docks out of the black germ, mastered the brown. So the brown could never really come out to give the black a challenge. So Yaqub saw that if he could separate the brown germ from the black germ and graft it into its final stage, he could produce a new people with an inclination toward evil. And then by teaching them a system of tricks and lies, being unalike, they would attract the black man. Them a system of tricks and lies, being unalike, they would attract the black man. And then by being a master of tricks and lies, they would deceive and divide the black man. And then they would conquer the black man and rule the black man until the coming of God. But in order to do this, 
they had to develop a birth control system. Now, if you start looking at the color of the babies that you produce, sometimes you can produce a real dark child. I mean, if you imagine all of them were black, well, they produce a black child. But sometimes you produce one a little lighter. So the whole idea was kill the darker, save the lighter. Now check this out. This man had a group of laborers. He had a minister, a doctor, a nurse, and a cremator. When they got ready to marry, if it was two real black ones, they'd take a sample of your blood and they'd tell you that the, your blood is not quite right, so you, you shouldn't marry. Right today, the white man is doing the same thing. Look at this. So when two real dark ones come up, he didn't want that. And right now in your thinking from the white man, if you real black, you don't want no real black man. Talk to me. If you real dark, you searching for somebody a little light so that your baby won't be so black. Talk to me. And in your house, if you got a dark child, and you got a light child, you favor the lighter one, and you give the black one hell. And when it goes out in the world, the world favors the lighter child, and the world beat the hell out the black child. And to this very hour, that poison is sitting right up in us. See, too black. I don't want to marry a black thing like that. And you, you're supposed to be enlightened. Some of you sitting up in Islam for years, and you're sick as hell with that kind of thinking. You don't want nobody black. They too black. What the hell are you talking about? Somebody ought to slap you in the reality. You sound sick to be under this kind of teaching and thinking stupid like that. You want some high yell of somebody. Yeah, well, Farrakhan, you know, you, 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 you about like that. Yeah, but I married a woman darker than me, baby. And if they do my uh, my biography, all my little girlfriends was black. And ugly, too. I knew when nobody gonna take them away from me. And I loved them. You see, my mama was a black woman. A real, real black woman. And she was so black and beautiful, so strong and wise. 
She made me honor and respect women because I couldn't put nothing over on her. So because I had a black mother and a real light father who was, you know, high yellow, as they would call him, pretty boy, mama black and pretty, but he going to play, see? Fine. I never saw him. He ain't did nothing for me, but I thank Allah for him because I'm here. He's dead now, but I thank Allah for him. But all he did was put the seed in my mother. But my mother shaped me. And I'm telling you, brothers and sisters, this daggone Yaqub was something. And when he got his people away from the mainland, I wish I could just take this teaching apart for you. He had to separate his followers because he couldn't make them into what he wanted to make them with as long as they were on the main land with the other blacks. So his teaching caused a lot of trouble. So finally he's, he was spreading, his teaching was spreading. The king of Islam got very upset, you know. Not, the king is not, we don't have kings, but he was a great one. And he... Uh, well, what, what, what kind of deal can we make? He said, well, let me out, you know, me and my followers, and we'll go, and you help us to go. So they did. They rounded them all up, helped them to go, and they went to an island in the Aegean Sea. It's called Pilon, but the island is there. It's called Patmos. And your Bible in the book of John or Revelation says, I, John, on the island of Patmos, for the word of the Lord. What was the word of the Lord? Let us make man. If you go back in the history, which is just too much, it's just too much, man. I, I better leave that alone for today. It took 200 years to make a brown man. But they had to kill the darker and save the lighter. The nurse, when the baby was coming, if it was a real dark child, she would cleverly stick a needle in the brain. If the mother was alert, they'd say, this is an angel baby. And take it and feed it to the cremator. This same system is going on today. I just want you to see what's happening to us and our children. See, it's happening to you. You're dark-skinned. You're pretty. And you got something. But in this world, you're not the standard of beauty. The white woman is. Therefore, all light-skinned persons with a little curl in their hair, their lips not 
quite as thick, their nose not quite as flat, they become the standard of beauty among us. And the poor black one, she's always feeling like she's less. So in order to feel like you are as good, the men prey on your low self-esteem and you feel that in order to be accepted, you have to give yourself to the men that want to use you. And so black women are played with and preyed on. The lighter skinned sister, sometimes she thinks more of herself than she should especially if she got a little hair or she got what white folks think is good hair. I don't know when hair had a moral quality to it. You know? My hair is short and nappy, but it's bad. But your hair long and straight or curly is good. Mm -mm. Hair is hair. When you go to the Koreans and ask them for your weaves and your extensions. You know what I'm talking about. They got it any way you want it. It's hair. You got my weave today? Some of you breaking your neck trying to, trying to be white. It's all right. But you once had long hair. That's why you buying hair and have it all the way down on the floor. You walking carrying your head. <laughs> your hair wasn't nappy. Look at your eyebrows. See how straight your eyebrows are. That's the way your hair once was. But we'll teach you by what Allah taught the Honorable Elijah Muhammad about the origin of kinky hair and the purpose for it. I mean, you're just a wonderful people. You just need a greater knowledge. So look, whatever happened on Pilon, Pilon or Patmos, I'll put Patmos, which is the way it's called now, and I'll put Pilon. These two was this. It was a womb. And let me tell you something, sisters. When you are pregnant, you have to be careful what you allow to go on around what's growing inside of you. Because what's going on in the environment will mark what you are building in the womb. So if murder and lying was going on on the island of Pilon. It took 200 years, the messenger says, to bring forth a brown man. And when they were made, some of them would leave the island and they took up residence, what you call now Japan. The Japanese are the brown people. The Chinese are called the yellow people. Another 200 years, 
of murder, killing the darker, saving the lighter, marrying the lighter on to the lighter to keep on producing lighter. 200 more years, you had a yellow civilization. Some of them left the island of Pilon and they started populating parts of Asia that is called China. 200 more years, giving you 600 years, they had a white man. He was pale, pale-skinned, weak-boned, stale-faced, Caucasian, that's what it means. Caucasian means weak-boned, weak-blooded, stale-faced, with a leaning toward evil. If you rear them under righteousness, they'll be right, but always you got to watch that link. And the white one is the final product of the made man. And that's why the Bible says Adam was made from the dust of the earth. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad said that dust is a particle of matter that had no form and no purpose until form was given to it and purpose was given to it. The brown germ in the black man was there. It had no purpose, so it's called dust. But Yaqub gave it form and gave it expression. And what was born from that island was what we call devil. A people inclined to evil. A people that are liars and murderers by nature. That don't mean they all do this. But that's the nature. And that's why white people today, they really don't understand their own wickedness. They came here. The Native American took them in gave them corn and showed them how to farm and whatnot. What, how did they treat the Native American? They killed them. They used germ warfare on them. Gave them blankets that had smallpox in it. Why? Why are you going to do this to a people that befriended you? Because you are a liar and a murderer. A devil. Africa, Asia, wherever they went on the, on the earth, they found people there, and after they found them, they deceived them, they killed them, and made them slaves. Am I lying? That's his nature. Now he got you and me. Brought our fathers out of Africa. He's a liar. He's a murderer. What has he made us? 
when you open your mouth. We ask you anything, man, hardly. First thing you do is lie. Right now, your mouth is bent like that. This is the truth down here. But we got to chase this crookedness till we get the straight of things. You can't help yourself. And now, you've become a murderer. You're driving by, killing your brother. What did your brother do? Well, he ain't, he ain't in my fine. He ain't my family. You understand? He's a crip. I'm a blood. He's an El Rooker. I'm a gangster disciple. See? The enemy has divided you all against yourself. And now he don't even have to come and kill us. We're busy killing each other. You have become what he is, a devil. So I think I should stop here. I want to put one more thing on the board, and then I think we call it a day. Would you erase that, brother? It's good. Now, if you want to know what an enemy is, an enemy is an opponent and an adversary that will rob you of what God intends for you. Now, I want you to look at this. Let's divide the world. On this side, we say we have Allah. On this side, we have Satan. We're dealing with positive and negative. So I use the minus over here and the plus over here. Allah makes us into gods. So under Allah, I will have God. And Satan makes us into little devils. Allah intended for all of humanity to live under freedom. The enemy has made humanity slavers or slavery, right? God wants us to enjoy justice. But under Satan, we're experiencing injustice. Under God's law of birth, life, and death, all things are made equal. So God wants us to enjoy equality. But under Satan, we have inequality. Mm. God is the author of and desires for us to love 
love him love each other but under Satan is hate God wants us to have peace but under Satan is war God wants us to be happy. But living over here, we've experienced nothing but grief. God wants us to have unity. All we've experienced is what? Disunity. Just a couple more. God wants us to see ourselves as brothers in a brotherhood. Oh boy, I'm almost down at the bottom here. And Satan. You can't even see yourself as brothers, right? So I say no brotherhood. Although you join the Masons, you join the Elks, you join all these organizations, Alpha, Delta, all these sororities, to try and find what? Brotherhood. You can't get along among your sisters. And you ain't getting along among your brothers because Satan is busy in all of this. And lastly, under God, I'll put it out here, he wants us to be in submission but under Satan, we are in absolute rebellion. Whose children are we? If you have this, you are with Allah, you have a positive life, and you're beginning to grow into this under him because you've submitted to Allah. But if Satan has become our master. We have become not little gods, but little what? There was a beautiful young lady playing out in front of her door the other night. Minding her own business, a car comes along and runs her down and runs away. And little Samantha is dead today. It was a little girl in the projects, 11 years old. Now I think she might have been eight or nine then. And this man took her into his apartment and 
brutally raped her and poured all kind of mess in the child. And now she's in terrible shape, but she's alive. White man didn't do it to her. It was one of us that did it. What have we become? We have suffered under slavery, injustice, inequality. And you hate yourself. You hate your blackness. You hate your origin in the world. And we are at war with ourselves, with our neighbors, with each other. And instead of happiness, we are grieving because we are losing every day something of value. We need unity, but we are like the dry bones in the valley, disunited. We have no brotherhood. And even though you know what is right, we rebel against what is right. So in conclusion, he said, I send you to a rebellious house. Impudent, stiff-necked, and hard-hearted people. That's you and me. But brothers, sisters, I thank Allah that he came to us. And now we have come to the end of the rule of the Caucasian. And we see on the horizon the second Adam, a new original man. Honorable Elijah Muhammad taught us that the scientists couldn't write the 25,000 year history because they saw one coming whose countenance was so bright till it blinded them they couldn't see. So they said, seal up the book and write no more because eye has not seen, ear has not heard, nor has it entered into the heart of man to perceive or conceive what lies beyond the end of the white man's world. There's a new God with a new wisdom. He's the original man of a brand new reality. That's why the question is asked, who is, not who was? Who is the original man? It's a new black man. He's the maker. He's the owner. He's the cream of the planet. And if he stays in the class, He'll become a God of the universe, a new Adam, a second Adam. It's your time, black man and woman. Revelation has come to you, black man and woman. It's up to you. What do you want to do? You want to stay with Satan or do you want to come on and let's go to God and let him make us into a brand new people, the wisest and the most beautiful that have ever been on this earth. And I close by saying to you, 
I thank Allah for the day that I met the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. I met a man whom I know is the original man, the second Adam, that was not made of the dust of the earth, but was made of a quickening spirit. I know I met a man who does not have to beget. He don't have to use sperm to produce a son. It's the word that came out of his mouth that produced a giant. So he neither begets the one present and neither was he the originator begotten. Here we are. I hope that Allah will bless me to be able to come back again next week, which is Easter Sunday. And next Sunday, I want to skip over Moses for a minute. And next Sunday, we want to devote to Jesus. I want to talk to you about this man. Because when you know his history, you're free. Jesus will be my subject. And next week, we're going to talk about Easter. I want you, if you're buying a new clothes, you're buying anything new, I wouldn't waste my money if I was you. Because the white man is always giving you a holiday so he can make some more money on our ignorance. Next week, same time, same station, if you come back, if you come back, How come he died on a Friday and rose on Sunday morning? Is that three days? What time on Friday did he go to the cross? From Friday to Saturday, 24 hours. From Saturday to early Sunday morning, you didn't even make 48 hours. How come you say he was in the grave three days? Tell me something, tell me something, tell me something. My mama died November the 18th, 1988. So every year, November the 18th, 1988, to now, I think about my mama's death. Well, if Jesus died on a certain day, how come the day moves around? Sometime it's in March. Sometime it's in April. What are you doing, Christian? Do you really understand what you're doing? Is this, does this have to do with the vernal equinox? Sometime it comes in March. Sometime it comes in April. 
Well, the vernal equinox has to do with the sun and its relationship to the earth. Could it be that Christmas comes around the winter solstice and Easter comes around the time of the vernal equinox? Could it be that sun worship, S-U-N worship, pagan worship, has been introduced into the true worship of God and the true knowledge of Jesus Christ. Now you better get back here next Sunday. And the only thing I require, the only thing I require, if you come back with your beautiful self, that you bring somebody with you when you come. Now, when you go home today, if you can't explain this to mom or dad, don't worry about it. Don't even try. But look how long I was up here. And you're going to go home and give mama the short version. But what does this sound like to you? Doesn't it sound like revelation? Man? And you know what? When you go among white people and you look at them, study them now. Don't be skinny and gritty. Be serious. Go on your job tomorrow. Don't say nothing. Just start watching things. Be sure to be on time. Don't let them fire you, brother. We need the gig for now, you know what I mean? So hold on to your little job. But when you get there tomorrow, don't tell them where you've been. Just check them out careful. And if you stay quiet and stop acting foolish, telling little nasty jokes, talking about your sister that worked in, what you'd like to do to her, or the white girl that's in the cubby hole around the corner, what you'd like, cut all that out. And just get quiet for a minute and watch what he does. Just watch, just get quiet. And maybe bring a book or a paper or something because he ain't never seen you read nothing. Bring, bring something that you gonna read and watch it. Uh, what, 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 Sam, what, what is that you read, man? He wanna know, are you getting something in your head that's gonna take you away from him? Watch him. Watch him. You too, sister. Stop running there telling all your business to the white woman. Honey, this what you do this weekend, Sadie? Oh, baby, I went here and I went there, honey, and what a time we had. You know that fine-looking man I was telling you about last week? Well, honey, we got it on. Shut your mouth. Let's go on on your job and be quiet and watch the white woman come. Sadie, is, is there something wrong? I mean, you've been so quiet, Sadie. We never noticed you like this before. Oh, I just got a lot on my mind. Now she want to find out what's on your mind. And if you start acting like you got sense, they're going to keep probing until they find out that you've been to visit Farrakhan.
<laughs> and then the word gonna spread. See, because one thing about this, this is like drugs. When you get a hit, you know what I mean? And you get some good stuff, you know what I mean? You don't want to smoke that alone. You know what I mean? You find your best buddy. Come on, man. I got some stuff. I got some stuff. Man over there is bad. His stuff is the joint, man. Come on. Come on, dog. Try, try this. But here's what I want you to do. On this week, you're going to get your buddy. Tell him, look, man, I went someplace. I heard something. That man kept me there. Don't tell him how long I kept you, because... They may not want to come because they ain't used to stay in no place more than a half hour. If it's church, you got to sing, you got to dance, you got to shout and preach short. 15 minutes and, 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 and you got to get into your, your hooping, you know, hoop a little bit. So if you tell them, you know what I mean, that man kept you here two and a half, three hours, I ain't, I ain't got no time, man, you know what I mean? Just tell them, I want you to hear what I heard, man. And get them and bring them. So I see you next week. It's Easter Sunday. And I want to talk to you so that from this day forward, you won't be out on no Easter egg hunt. Got a bunny rabbit laying a chicken egg. But y'all go ahead with your madness, you know what I mean? But if you really want to grow into wisdom, you'll be back here next Sunday. And if Allah spares my life, I'm going to be here with you. Love you much and I thank you so much. As-salamu alaykum. The mother and father of the young girl. All right, brothers and sisters. What a message, man. What a lecture. We have this week completed the origin of blackness. Wow. If you missed part one and part two of that, make sure that you go back and you watch them. A uh, lot, a lot, a lot of wisdom in that. So press one if you would like to come on and share something that stood out to you over here on the Zoom. Press one if you would like to share something that stood out for you let me make sure i'm saying that right my wife said i'd be saying that wrong what she said i'd be saying stuck yeah she said i'd be saying stuck out stuck whatever stuck out stood stood out y'all know yeah anyways uh so what holidays do y'all celebrate uh the one that take place on february the 30th Mm -hmm. that one on feb the great february 30th um, let me see something. Let's see something here. All right. Uh, no, nah, but we 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 have a few. Uh, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan's Born Day has become an official holiday. We have Holy Day of Atonement. Uh, we have, of course, Savior's Day, February the twenty sixth. Um, yeah, you know, so we got, you know, we don't celebrate too many holidays now. We, you know, the, you know, um, 
Yeah, October, October 7th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The messenger's birthday. So you we don't we don't we don't follow too many birthdays and do all these celebrations. You got, you got. I mean, they have really monetized uh this thing, man. I we may need to learn from it now, but man, they got uh Brother's Day, Sister's Day, Son Day, Mother's Day, Father's Day, Daughter's Day, Uncle Day, Cancer Day. Uh, they got AIDS Day. They got uh, 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 Toenail Day. They got Father-in-Law Day. They got, man, they got some new stuff out there now. What they got, uh, uh, man, they got the first, they got the Siblings Day. I mean, they just got all type of days, and they cashing in. Oh, man, they, they cashing in on us, man. So we don't do, and then we don't even really do birthdays. Now, let me tell you how. Let me show you how the Muslims slip it in, though. You know what I'm talking about? They, this is how we do it. You know, today is my, you know, my born day, birth anniversary. Want to give a shout out to my mom. If anybody want to support, now, now I'm not, if anybody want to support, my cash app, dollar sign, you know, Muhammad 81, you know, hey, if, if you want to, if you want to throw something in the name of a lot now, you know, you can, you can throw something. <laughs> Y'all know how we that. <laughs> Well, you know how they be on that Facebook, boy. So we don't really say we don't even celebrate, uh, you know, birthdays because the the, the true birth, um, the the true pain was was the mother who went through the pain, and 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 many of us have not done anything to an extensive level or measure to you know to to just be assuming that somebody need to do something for me. On this day just because I'm born And I know that's a little different You know that's a little You know that's a little You know everybody don't You know don't do that Why are you coming here And you got that thing uh, Echoing While I'm on here Yeah Oh lord here we go She talking about speaking the birthing pains Can I do that Oh there you go there you go. Little Elijah. Your mama using using you now. Okay, so let's go. Let's go. Uh brother Wesley, if you can if you can if you can do the uh the role uh play today while while we feed brother Elijah here. Assalamualaikum. Uh Sister Sacred. Awesome. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Good morning, family. Assalamu alaikum. Um, a beautiful uh, baby. Um, congratulations once again, uh, brother Ben, to you and your wife, and uh, little baby Elijah. Um, what stood out to me today was when the um, minister was talking about um, how Yakub took. Um, the black man or, or people over to the island and he was trying to create the brown man and um, they didn't want two black uh, man and woman being together and was talking about the blood of, of them and, you know, discouraged them from marrying or having children. It reminded me of today's time Um and how we still do that now before you can marry, <clears throat> um, they want you to take a blood test and to see if you have sickle cell trait 
or you carry that trait for sickle cell. And then they discourage two people who have that trait from marrying or reproducing children. And uh, most people that have that trait come from um, the um, African or Mediterranean places. And um, there wasn't a problem when we had that trait in our natural or original homeland because having sickle cell, that was just a nat our body's way of producing a natural defense um, for malaria. So when you would get bit by the mosquito, mosquito, your um, blood will sickle and it would, malaria would not kill you. It didn't become a problem until we were brought over here to the United States. And um, now having that trait is a problem. And so it just, that stood out to me. It seems like it's still going on where they discourage the original man from having, and especially if you have that trait today from marrying or reproducing. And um, that's all I have to say. Thank you. All praise due to a lot. Thank you, sister. Uh, Brother Jax. Asalaamu Alaikum, family. All praise due to Allah. Um, can y'all still see me and hear me? Yes, sir. All right, all right. Um, you go to my notes because I did take a lot. Um, when he said upon, meaning up and on, and you know, we get to talking about the immaculate conception, you know, and that being false. You know, if anybody heard me a million times, I grew up in a Christian church. You know, I always thought, like, you know, he's the only man to ever be born without intercourse. You know, in Christians, you know, they tend to take that saying too literally. And that's what they say, you know, when you challenge their praise of Jesus on the same level as God. You know, Jesus had an immaculate birth. He was the only one who was made by the spirit of the Holy Ghost. You know, as a child and as an adult, you know, before I found Islam, you know, that was the reason why I always felt I was backbiting and going against what I was conditioned to know, because the scripture always held power over what I didn't know or, uh, you know, have the understanding of. So that that was one thing that stood out. You know, also it said uh, when he said, um, you know, the church is the womb. And you know, or the, the, the womb is the church, you know, and the birth brings you back to, back to God. You know, it raises you up and the birth starts your journey of life to prepare you for your mission back to Allah. And then he also said in the school system, you know, they send you around in circles when the, the quickest point from A to B is a straight line. And I used to be like, so into math because like, you know, every problem or equation that they would put in front of me, like I just knew the answer. Like at the snap, I just knew the answer. And, you know, they always wanted wanted to know how you got the answer. And I do I do believe that some things do take a further explanation, but everything doesn't need to be questioned. Sometimes you don't need to know how or why I know something. You know, sometimes the truth is just the truth. But, you know, when they send you in the circles, it might it might you know, bobble your brain and, you know, you might lose faith and lose track on what you're studying on and what you're prepared for. And um, one other thing, oh, when he said, um, Yakub, when he, he, he knew if he could separate the brown from the black germ, 
and grafting new people, you know, he that was his way to get to start teaching his mastery class in trickery and division. You know, the idea was to kill the dark or save the light. So, you know, nowadays we have that tendency to say opposites attract. And we continually say, like, as a light skin, maybe like two light skins don't go together, vice versa. Somebody, you know, a dark skin be like, you know, I don't want nobody as dark as me, you know. And as a dark skin here in America, you're not the standard of beauty. America has made the light and the white skin the standard of beauty. So, you know, I didn't heard it a million times before that, you know, when you come across a dark skin sister that the the generation would be like, you know, she's more ratchet or, you know, she's ugly due to her skin and the lesser value that, you know, she'll do anything or she'll go above and beyond to get the attention and the treatment that a light-skinned sister will get. You know, uh, with the women nowadays, they get the weaves and the long hair within thought to look like the white woman. When really they don't know that they in route trying to be themselves as a black woman have you know from the jump that was another thing that stood out and um one more thing i think I, he said the bible uh no the adam, adam was made from the dust of the earth that had no form or purpose until yakub gave it a purpose in their nature seeing that they had a purpose in making the white man so genetically they had a mission and a purpose to make more even all men like them seeing that they were setting their own standards of what royalty and what beauty is and what ugly is, you know, with the pagan worship of the sun, you know, and, and confusing and substituting Jesus with, um, with us celebrating all these holidays. We don't understand, but we'll, you know what I'm saying? They'll, they'll fight for the purpose and the meaning, which we don't fully understand. And, you know, some people are uh, surface dwellers, so they're just going to take the story and run with it and I, you know, not going to pick up no book, not going to pick up no, you know, no real history book or not even a, a history book that you can grab. Something that we might need to go find the real history of. Um, you know, those are the things that stood out to me. And, you know, like I said, growing up in that that black Christian church, a lot of things was just, oh, that's the law because, the, the you know, that's the law. The Bible says so. But, you know, thank you for letting me speak. Asalaamu Alaikum, family. Wow, Lake of Salaam. I'll praise you to Allah. Thank you for sharing, brother. Uh, Sister Yasina. Assalamu alaikum. Wow, Lake of I just want to see, uh, answer brother Will Leftridge's question wasn't Adam made by God? When you read the Bible in the book of Genesis, brother, you'll you'll find that there that there's two Adams. There's a pre-Adamite, and then there's the second Adam. And that's where it says, let us make man, man in our image and after our likeness. Well, that was the pre-Adamite talking about making that second Adam. So, yes, that second Adam was made. But the black man and the black woman, we are not a made people. We are a created people. There's a difference between being created and being made. Uh the second point, Brother Wesley, is Brother Jack, when he was speaking about uh, the woman. You know, the trichnology 
especially in today's time, you've got black women trying to be white, but you also got white women trying to be black. It shows the mindset that we are right now just a, a little de a little deranged. I'm just going to say it like that. Because we're, you can't be what you're not. No matter how much plastic surgery we have, well, not we, but they have, <laughs> no matter how much the black woman takes the melanin out of her body, the black man taking the melanin out of his body, which shows that there's a mental illness that's taking effect in your mind. No matter how much you do it, you're still black. Now you're just a transparent black person. And then you got black people, want, white people wanted to be black. So they go out in the, in the sun and you bake your skin. And the only reason why your skin looks dark is because the, the cells in your body are working hard to get you back to your original self. When, when white people, when they go in the sun and they get dark, their body, uh, their, what do you, it's inflammation. Study any scientist in any, any, any doctor's uh, thesis or um, information on, you know, tanning. They tell you not to tan because that's inflammation in your body. So you get, you killing yourself. <sighs> Can y'all just be happy being with who you are? Uh, my sister makes thousands of dollars every month because we want to buy wigs. There's nothing wrong with wigs because sometimes I don't wear wigs because they I'm already little. I don't need all of that extra pressure. But wig, but it's why are you doing it? You know what I'm saying? Why are you doing it? Why are you getting the inflating your behind and then you go into Mexico and they're putting stuff into your body because you want your behind to look big. And next thing you know, your body is melting and you're dying. We're deranged. So the other part, y'all got me on, y'all got me on something this morning. When the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan started talking about that 25,000 year cycle and how Master Father Muhammad's comment interrupted that cycle. Eyes have not seen. We have we haven't begun. We're seeing it now, but we have not. This is just the beginning of Master Father Muhammad. We're in the second phase. We're in the second term examination, and we still haven't seen the full manifestation of what Master Father Muhammad and the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad have in store for us. To know that a God, Alfonso, Master Father Muhammad's father, loved us so much that he would marry a, a woman from the Caucasus Mountain to birth one into existence to give justice to us, to seek and save and come and find us as a lost Black people. There, that, that's love. 
and there's the only love equivalent to that is the honorable Elijah Muhammad and Minister Farrakhan's sacrifice and giving their lives to try to help us to resurrect us because the duty of a messenger is only to deliver the message plainly. If we don't accept the message, that's on us. That's not on them. So that blood is taken off of their hands and we're responsible for what comes next. So I hope that we don't, um, you know, how we just go, we clap because it was a good lecture. Lecture. I pray that we go back and we study this and we with Thanksgiving coming up and Christmas coming up. Y'all, y'all can I'm gonna be like the birthday people. Y'all can take that money and cash at me. Um then I'll do something good. Put it, I'll put it on my Savior's Day gift. But stop giving white people this world your money, celebrating the death of our Native American brothers and sisters. And then in December, celebrating, Je uh, not celebrating Jesus Christ, but celebrating uh, the fake big fat white man and his imaginary reindeer that you're giving credit to as a, uh, even though you paid your hard earned money to run your electric bill up and to buy some presents for some people that you don't like and they don't like you and you're going into debt for what? Okay, I'm done. I sound like them. Thank you, my sister and, and brother Will as well. Check out part two of this series that we've been doing this week um, for even more detail on what Yasina was bringing to light as well in reference to that second Adam and the difference and what the clear explanation that the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan brought out about Adam um, as well. So who do we have next? Oh, brother Ben. Yeah. Can y'all hear me? Yes, sir. Yeah, one of, one of the... Uh... One of the things that stood out for me is when he said, uh, Yakub had to separate his followers. He couldn't make them what he wanted to make them if they were on the land with the other blacks. And I, and I take that principle with us. The Honorable uh, Minister Louis Farrakhan teaches us about uh, uh, environment, Trump's heredity. And we have to be mindful of the environment that we're in. They say, if you really want to heal, don't go back into the environment that made you sick. And I know many of us are saying, well, Brother Ben, I don't, I don't have the money to, to move. And I don't have the resources to move. And that may be true. But, but strive to control where you're going and what you're engaging in with the resources that you do have. Uh, with the control that you do have, and most importantly, be mindful of the 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 uh, the environment you you taking your mind to. See, this is what I want us to do. Those of us who striving to get somewhere, those of us who kind of struggling, we just can't move. I want you to go and look at your 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 uh, your YouTube history. Go look at your TikTok history. Think about what you've been scrolling and watching on Instagram. What Instagram lives have you been? See, what, what music have you been listening to? See what's going into the mind of you. Because it says, be ye transformed, not by the renewal of your money. It says, be ye transformed by the renewal of your mind. So have you been listening to that, which is going to take you from where you are to where you're trying to go? Have you been watching that? which is going to take you from where you are to where you want to go. See, because we can be in the midst 
or something bad, but if I got the right mindset, oh man, I can work myself out of it. Because if I can get my mind over there, oh, I sure can find a way to get my behind over there. But many of us, because of the environment that we're in, we're allowing that environment to, to dictate what we think. Are you reading something different? So start to look at the environment that our mind, that, that, that we put in our mind, uh, in, uh, start, to, start to consciously start to delete and, 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 and hold posts on that mind and stop allowing negative thoughts to enter in. And because of the environment and how we grew up and maybe things that happened in our past, negative thoughts will come, but we can consciously say, hey, no, but this, man, I ain't been getting no sales but I also ain't been calling nobody. Like there's all, there's also, there's always a, a, a positive thought that we can combat it with if we just put more positive thoughts in. See, so our mind I read one time is like a file cabinet. And when we're putting things in and we think about our subconscious programming, when things go wrong, our mind, our thoughts go, go into the file cabinet and choose kind of what's, see what's in there. But if we're not putting that in, of good, we're not going to have that many, you know, that many good choices. So if you grew up in the only time you see or, 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 or conflict resolution, you know, is fighting and, and arguing and, and I'm and you're going you gonna to get cussed out. Well, when you get older or when you get in certain situations, naturally, that's going to be how you may respond. Well, nigga, you already know. Come on, let's go outside or, 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 or let's fight or you, you don't you don't want none of this. And, you know, that's just how we, we, we grew up. And so if you're not putting in conflict resolution, if you're not putting in rising above emotions into the thinking of God, if you're not putting in let's talk it out, then that ain't going to be what you naturally subconsciously revert to. So just want to share that, you know, um, if, if you're going to make something, you got to separate it from that, which is um, keeping it from being made. And another thing that stood out to me is um, the minister was talking about um, the, the, uh, how they keep us in school for a long period of time, right? Um, many of us say, I don't know how to do this. And you know, I, I don't I don't know how to do that. And I think sometimes we may think that it's going to take four years like college. No, it don't. Some of us can learn social media, learn how to edit, learn about lighting, learn about certain things in a week. Now, is, are you going to have to really concentrate? Are you going to have to really be disciplined? Are you do you have to make, maybe make some sacrifices when you're trying to get to where you're trying to go? Absolutely. Is that part going to be painful or being unbalanced? Yeah, that's got Yeah. But it don't have to take three years. It don't have to take four years of your life. Think about how long you've been in that condition that you're in. It's a long time. We ain't got time to be playing and, you know, taking four, uh, four months and six months. Now, some things you may be in a program that may take you that long. They want to take you through a, through a curriculum or something like that. But certain subjects, you can you they got books out there. They got trainings out there. that They got cliff notes out there that you can still get what you can get. Just off the cliff notes. And the last thing, last thing before I, before I pass it back is, um, the minister at the end said, if you can't explain it, don't worry about it. Don't go back. He said, I've been up here for a long time, three hours. You going home trying to get them the short firm version. So many of us, when we're striving to help somebody, stop thinking, well, I don't know how to explain it all, so I'm not going to say nothing. Listen, saying, hey, 
I checked out this video this morning. You check it out. You don't know how powerful that is. The asset that you have is the relationship that you already have with them. Don't don't try to say, well, I got to I'm going to train myself to say it like the minister said it. Man, listen, just share the video. Just share the clip that that you may, that may be enough for them because you want them to hear the source anyway. Or where you getting it from, where you being fed from, but don't think, oh, I got to be able to explain it. And don't think, oh, well, if they ask this question, I'm scared. I'm Listen, no, nah, brother, I don't know that one. But, but, but if you give me a week or so, I'm going to find you the answer. And that's it. Don't try to wait until you know everything. We don't know everything. Man, brother, Ben, I show, man, I, I'm quick. Brother, I don't, man, I don't know. I hit my student minister. Hey, brother, you, you. And then guess what? The more you admit that you don't know and you humble yourself, that's, that's, that's helping you get educated. Because now, hey, man, I got to go find this answer. And then the next time somebody asks you, you can answer it. So that, that part stood out to me because, uh, you know, it's, I like the way the minister said, hey, man, just invite them. You know, don't be trying to go home and repeat the whole lecture and try to, you know, act like you can explain it all. Just give them what you can give them and invite them to the message. So, um, yeah, those are some things that stood out for me. Praise be to Allah. Thank you, brother. Um, and just to kind of veg you back on what you said is what environment is definitely important because I, I know with me just changing what I look at, just like what you brought out about looking at what your, your YouTube history. I know I used to spend a lot of time, you know, watching different programs. I'm not going to get into name dropping, but when I go to listen to them now, I can't make it to two, three minutes because it's just too much cursing for me now. And I'm thinking back like, man, I used to watch this for two, three hours, all the different celebrities and rappers and they're talking about their life and all of that. And I used to be just in, enthralled in, into it as well, immersed in it. But now once you take yourself out of that environment and you deposit in those right positive thoughts into your mind, truth into your mind, you automatically separate or detach yourself from other than yourself. So definitely, I appreciate you uh, highlighting that as well. Brother DeMario? If, if I could say something real quick. There's a sister in the chat that joined my Instagram live. I don't know if she's going to want me to call out. But uh, she joined my Instagram live and we was going one-on-one -on -one and we was just talking about her life. And... Uh, uh, I, I, I think that Sister Yasina, and I'm pretty sure other sisters, but I'm the first person came to my mind is Sister Yasina. Now, her name is iPhone. Uh, if you can put your name in the comment section, Sister, I, I would like for Sister Yasina, if you can connect with her and kind of be that mentor, I really think y'all two stories would be good. Uh, I, I think you. I think she'll relate to you. I think you will understand her and what she done gone through. So if y'all can connect on on the app, she. I think she done logged in. I think she got a profile. So if you can, D, you know, DM her or whatever. Uh, y'all, y'all put your arms around that sister, man. She, uh, she, she, she. You know, she. We gonna we gonna get her right. I said, hey, what you need is this personal development. We gonna talk about the business side. But you need this personal development based on your background, what you done been through. And I think the sisters in the power call, they'll be able to take care of you. All right. Okay, okay go ahead. Thank you, brother. All right. Brother DeMario, you ready? Uh, yeah. Um, I'm going to use uh, Brother Ben word. I'm, I'm just veggie backing off of uh, something the lady I said about Yakub. Um, not wanting the dark to deal with the dark and stuff like that. And that made me think how much they're promoting interracial relationships on TV and stuff. 
and even how like they they made basically being a white man the proper way to be. So now they're promoting basically being a white man as like the type of man to marry. And I feel like that's still some practices from Yakub and stuff like that. So I just just made me think of that. And and all that they're advertising on commercials and movies now and stuff like that. It's more practices of trying to, you know, do dark with light, stuff like that. Yes, sir. That was it. Appreciate yes. you. Praise be to Allah. Uh, I appreciate you sharing that as well. Like I said, these teachings are, is Yakub in reverse. So bring us back out of that condition as well. So, like, and, that, and that's what the world is here to do, to make bad, fair seeming. So we just don't want to fall victim to these traps or the illusion. So I appreciate you, brother, and sharing that as well. Next, we have Sister Farah. As-salamu alaykum. Wa salam. Um, so what stood out to me is when he said, white people today don't even understand their own wickedness. Um, you know, I, I remember the minister saying we can't fathom the depths of Satan. You know, so we have to pay attention. You know, general orders are always in effect. We must, you know, walk our posts in a perfect manner and keep noise on the alert. He got things up his sleeve that, you know, we can't even fathom, that we don't even have the capability to imagine. Um, it's just not in our heart to. The minister said something like this once. Um, we sometimes forget that his mind, you know, don't work like ours and try to predict his actions based on our own thinking, something like that. But we forget that he he doesn't think like us. Um, a lot of those wars that took place among white men was due to their um, mischievous nature. And it is in his nature to invade, conquer, you know, and destroy. It would have happened a lot differently if it was us. Um, scripture mentions this when it says something like, um, we place that in the earth, which will cause mischief and the shedding of blood. And the law was, was like, I know that which you know not. Because don't forget, Allah allowed Satan to be here for a reason. No, he has the secret formula. <laughs> he's the all-knowing, the all-wise, and he's the best of planners. Uh, what we went through with Satan was maybe necessary for our rise as a people into the hereafter. And... um. The white man, they better thank Allah that we, we don't think like them after all the evil and wickedness they've done to us, you know. But we have a lot more patience as a people and um, can put up with so much that the white man, um, he would never put up with. He just don't have that in him. Uh, all right, assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam. Brother Ben, if you can, uh, my brother asked about the conflict resolution Um portion that you were speaking on, if you don't mind just sharing that one more time. When, when you can, when you can. Um, uh, yeah. In the meantime, yeah, I was going to say, um, I don't know of a book per se that um, that deals with it. I know like at Savior's Day, we've had like um, events and Brother Willie have done events on... Um, conflict resolution however what i would say is our study guide 
rising above emotions into the thinking of God, I think will be great for um, conflict resolution. So if you go to um, uh, you go to our study guides, I think you can get it from store.finalcall.com and, and look up the uh, study guide and, and look up study guide rising above emotions into the thinking of God. It goes into uh, principles that we all need to use when it comes to conflict resolution and talking it out with each other. Another thing to, to, to consider as well is the eight steps of atonement. So that's what that was the foundation of the Million Man March, the eight steps of atonement. Uh, we actually just went over that. And actually, if you go look at that power call, now it's, it was dang near six hours, but there's a lot that you can get from that power call that we did, well, I want to say two weeks ago, it was taught, it was called Atonement and How to Heal or Fix Relationships, something like that. We watched the minister, we went over Atonement, and then we also went over um, Sister Ian Levanzant, uh relationships and, and how she fixes relationships and things of that nature. So if you watch that power call, I think you'll get some tips and tricks that you can use. But I think the the eight steps of atonement, if you go through that, that's 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 a process within itself. And then looking at rising above emotions into the thinking of God. Thank you, brother. Um, next, we have Brother Malik Anton. Brother Malik, if you're available, I think he's still on as well. If not, we can we can come back to you, brother. Um, Sister Yolanda. Assalamualaikum, family. Waalaikumsalam. Um, if I may, go back to the part two, which I'm going to tie into the other parts. Uh, through experiment brings about knowledge. To raise your people up, the knowledge has to come from God, not the white man's education. And it was um, the point I'm speaking of is when the minister mentioned about how getting the education. I used to wonder about if I went to I went to school in South Carolina and then I transferred to North Carolina. And I'm like, how come my credits can't transfer? It's the same class. Like what? So that just triggered a switch in my head like ding 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 uh it's all about the money but i wasn't thinking about that now thank god for these teachings and also uh in today's part when dang why did i lose it tapping into in study guide 10 the god within tapping into the god within is the enemy the white man and by the way do Jewish Jewish people consider themselves white? Because to my understanding, Jewish people don't call themselves white. And I'm thinking like, well, what are y'all? Because y'all look pale as the bottom of my foot. So help me understand. You're white. I mean, that's what I get out of it. But anyway, moving forward. Uh, with all these things coming into play, as has been mentioned, like the TikTok, the Facebook, the MySpace, the dating sites, the this and that, the da-da-da-da-da. It's so much coming at us. It takes 21 days to break a habit. And I equate that into my studying. Because if I'm on a path and I want to self-develop, 
self-analysis, self-correction. Let me try things such as this power call for 21 days. Because if I'm hearing a new thing, it sparks other things in your thought process and the thoughts become matter. So in that matter being coming into fruition, you begin to study. You begin to look into other areas other than social media. Looking at the foolishness that's on there, that becomes like, ew, once you become aware of who you are, what God has deposited into us. So it just behooves me when I see us as females and I like my eyes and my eyebrows. That is about it. But do they have to look like spider legs? Like, how can you see? Like, you can't even see yourself. So that made me just think, if I had them arachnophobia legs on my eyes, I don't even want to look at myself because I'm afraid of what I might see. But the fear, it be there. Nevertheless, don't allow the fear to conquer you. Go into who you are. Find out who you are. Stop covering up yourself with the makeup, um, all these weaves. And I asked some people that I know that wear weaves, like, how you have hair? I'm not understanding. Why do you have weaves? Oh, because it's so much easier. So we become lazy. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like you spent all this money on it. So I, I start asking, as I say to myself, if I can go buy a $1,200 purse, I better make sure my savings day get paid. I better make sure my number two pours paid, my obligatory, and take care of my moth. Because it ain't all about what I'm carrying on my shoulder, what's on my feet, or what's on my body. But what's on the inside of this body? Am I displaying the attributes, the characteristics of Allah God. Like we we get, it be just becomes so bothersome and bottled down. We don't even know who we are because we don't take the time out to look at self. In order to come to who you are and find out why you having these things going on, you got to look at yourself. You got to sit down, study something. It's YouTube's. I ain't going all into this Netflix and Hulu and all that other stuff, but people that give you positive affirmations. And I came from the church. And oh, yeah, there was a part that the minister mentioned today. Where is my notes? This part three. The church, the pastor wants to make a firm resting place so that people join, can hold on and stay there until the word of God can be ingrained in them. That alerts producing transformation. But how can... When I was in the church, I'm looking like, how can I even focus on what is being delivered to me when the mini skirts is so much cleavage, our lips popping, whatever is going on. We can't, we are a disturbance to the men, in my opinion, in my opinion, we disturb the man. So are we coming to the church to get some spiritual growth or are we coming to the church cabaret to pick up a man as the minister said? Like, it, it, this is just my opinion. Some people can not be distracted and get what they need out of that. Nevertheless, I'm not beating up on the church because that's how my mother developed me and my father into my spiritual foundation. But I just look at it. And then when you're going to feed yourself, we're going back into the same habit. Like, you see somebody nice, oh, we in the church together, blah, 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 blah. We start talking. And then we find ourselves going back into the same vomit that we trying to get away from. So to stay focused, and I love the nation because of the discipline 
the accountability and the restrictive laws are our success as it was given to us last night. The restrictive laws are our success. And I know everybody may on here may not have that or are in the nation, whatever. Nevertheless, I thank Brother Ben for this because it brings clarity. It brings understanding. And for those that have questions, you can ask questions. And we don't judge. Brother Ben doesn't judge. Brother Wesley doesn't judge. Sister Yasina, we deliver and understanding to the best of our ability. So is we get this judgment and what we gonna think about each other or bashing, this not the place for that. We don't do none of that here. And none of the groups in the nation, even when you go to your study group in your local mosque, Friday nights, you had a freedom and the will to ask questions, to get a better understanding, but not shun on it. I thank y'all for allowing me to share before my stuff cut off like it did last time. And I'm not simmering on any emotions, Brother Ben. I thank you. I'm glad I tickled you. <laughs> As-salamu alaykum. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Um, sister, I'm, I'm already, I know I'm probably going to mess it up. Sister Sharona? As-salamu alaykum, Sister Sharona. Sharona, okay. Yes, Sharana. sir. As-salamu alaykum, family. So I just wanted to, what stuck out to me was the part about the holidays. I wanted to veggie back on what Sister Yasina said about us celebrating these holidays. And I want, because, um, you know, Halloween was yesterday, I have a, a 10-year-old. So when people find out that we don't celebrate Halloween, it's always, well, what about, you know, people get so emotional. Let's be that emotional about God's law. How about that? We get so emotional and it's about the kids. She didn't celebrate Christmas. Will she get gifts? She has Savior's Day. I'm emotional about God's law. I get sad when I offend his law. That's what I get sad. That's when my feelings are hurt. I'm trying to teach my child the truth. What kind of parent would I be? to feed into the devil's lies and his technology and you know no i'm not emotional about it i don't feel bad about it at all because i'm teaching her the truth from the beginning so that she can teach her children the truth and truth will be our legacy that is what i live for so you know let's let's be that emotional you know let's be that sad when we offend god's law when we go against what he told us to do when we go against what he told us to do let's be that sad and let's be you know, let it let us let it be hard to break away from. But these holidays and you know this filth and this buffoonery and this foolery that we see every day, let us drop it like a bad habit. Because it is. You feel me? <laughs> Y'all enjoy your Thursday. Assalamu alaikum family. Well, salam. Thank you, my sister. It's, you, you are so right about that. Like I said, we gotta keep that same energy when it comes to righteousness for sure. Um Let's go here. And yes, veggie backing. We veggie backing. We camel backing anything but that piggy. We're going to do that. Um, Brother uh, Malik, are you still there? I know you wanted to share earlier. Then we'll come to Brother Jackson if he's not available. We'll get everybody that, that commented for the first time. Brother Malik Anton X. All right, Brother Jackson, go ahead. I just wanted to say one more time. Uh, 
you know, for those that are on here on this power call that may be nervous to speak, I encourage y'all to speak, ask the question, and learn, you know, just seeing my journey and the things that I have done since joining the power call, I never, you know, I did that. I never would have thought I would be the one inspiring, you know, my story would be the, the story and me talking would be the inspiration for somebody to further their journey and their knowledge of Islam. So for those that are on here just watching, ask some questions. And I'm pretty sure the brothers and their sisters going to get right on it in the comments. You know, don't be scared to get on here. I was scared. I used to get on here and talk. And I, I feel like I'm shaking and cold. And, you know, and it'd be hot outside. So, you know, just for those who want to know and want to further their knowledge, get on here and talk. Get on here and speak. Ask some questions. Reach out, you know, and, and, and ask direct questions. I remember I was talking to Brother Ben. And I was telling my whole story. And he was like, well, you know, speak specifically what do you want to know like what do you want to do you know have purpose with your words and you know jump right in you know jump in and have fun and come get fed that's all well salam that is that's an excellent point because i i know me personally i i don't do all of this sharing i i've shared the most that i've ever shared in my life on this power call than I've shared anywhere else in my life. You know what I mean? And it's because we are family. This is a safe space. This is like-minded individuals who all are hungry for the truth, are all hungry for righteousness and wanting to learn more about themselves. So definitely this is this is the digital mosque. So we want to make sure that we come here because it's like a hospital. You know, we all sick in some way. So how do we get uh, better unless we come together and share what's on our hearts? Um, And I think we had everything that was covered. Back to you, Brother Ben. Uh, Sister Melville want to go. Okay. Yes, sir. As It's good to see you. Thank you so much. Um, it was good to see little Elijah. And I hope everything's going well with him. Um, I wanted to share about uh, dark-skinned brothers and sisters. I grew up in a family, my oldest brother, he was dark-skinned, or well, he is dark-skinned, and my baby brother, he was dark-skinned. He drowned um, at the age of 19. But, I, you know, you never know what's going on in a person's world and what they struggle with. And this was brought to my attention by a friend of mine from the Virgin Islands. And um, I had moved to Northern Virginia and she and I would go out to eat. And the waiter would come to the table or the waitress and they would talk to me. And I never paid any attention. I, you know, I'm just answering, telling them what I'd like to get. And then they'd ask her. And then finally, one day, she said to me, did you notice that whenever the waiter comes to the table, that they always talk to you and they never talk to me? And I'm like, no. And so <clears throat> when she broke it all down to me, I mean, I'm an adult and I had no idea what she was talking about. 
because my two brothers who uh, are dark skinned, I loved them and never even noticed anything about their complexion among my other siblings. The only time that um, color came into play was when I was getting on the school bus in 1968, when they integrated the school. And the white people, when you would sit to, next to them, they would wipe their clothes off as if, um, and would get all up close to the window, almost wanting to get out the window, not to touch you. So I could understand them doing that, but I had no idea that among us as Black people, that we were like that. I had to start reading. I had to get into books and read more and more and more. And that's when I found out, that, yeah, that was among our people, that um, we did not like a brother or a sister if they were dark-skinned and we were lighter. And so anyway, I just wanted to bring that up, um, that we don't know what, uh, you know, our darker skinned brothers and sisters are dealing with. I love their, the dark skinned um, brothers and sisters. Their complexion is so powerful. I saw this black, black, black man. I don't know if he's from the Sudan. His face was so black that it was almost pulsating. And uh, my little niece, she really never, she was in the nation. She said, uh, would you marry someone like that? And she's real, real high complex. She said, would you marry someone like that? And I was like, girl, what kind of question is that? But when I looked at that man's face and skin, it just emanated with power. And I had seen this black uh, African on the bus. I was in the Washington, D.C. area. This black, black woman was sitting up uh, a seat up ahead of me. And I looked at her. I'd never seen anyone, uh, you know, physically, in real life, that black. And I said, wow, your complexion is so beautiful. She said to me, too black. Two black system, just two black. I said, ma'am, God did not make a mistake. You are fine just the way that you are. So anyway, I just wanted to, to share that. Um, thank you for giving me the opportunity. Yes, ma'am. Thank y'all for sharing. <clears throat> well, I hope you all have been fed this morning. Hope you all have been fed this morning. Kennard had a question. Go to finalcall.com. Finalcall. Is it dot org or dot com? Finalcall.com. And uh you can you can read the final call newspaper, which has uh spoken on that. Um, and that paper goes out all over the world. So if you want to hear that, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan also, uh, also recently spoke briefly on that particular topic. So watch, watch the, um, 
the last message from the minister. It's on YouTube. I put it out called uh, Minister Louis Farrakhan Message to the Black Community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He spoke on Is it .org? Finalcall.com. Finalcall. I think it's .com. In my head, it's .com, right? Finalcall.com. Store.finalcall.com. Yeah, it's .com. It's .com. Or, or you can go to www.finalcalldigital.com. That's the new website, finalcalldigital.com. And somebody said, Brother Ben, how can we purchase or join digital real estate? You know what? I got a free training going on right now. You can test it out for free. Go to my Instagram page and just comment the word grow under one of those posts. Just comment the word grow and um, it'll DM it to you. Just the word grow by itself at brother ben x on instagram so we'll be back tomorrow again we got a special guest tomorrow y'all uh so make sure y'all come some of you all who live in chicago you may know him so uh you may be aware of him and i'm pretty sure believers all over the world y'all may know him but specifically those who may be in chicago may have seen him but we do have a special guest tomorrow speaking on a uh, on a serious topic. It's, it's a serious topic going on there in Chicago. So uh, we're going to have him come on and present. So uh, let's see if we can get this right to this one of y'all as we close out. It is 10 a.m. And again, oh, somebody asked about the sisters class. So I was paying for that and... Um, Things happen in business. So I, you know, we had we did a good month. Now, if it's a sister that say, hey man, we just gonna get together and y'all wanna just get together and have something, then y'all can do something and we can coordinate and then set y'all up on Zoom and then y'all can have it. Uh, but right now I just can't continue to 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 do that at the time. You know, we're working our way back up now. We're trying to trying to get back up there, but um I didn't want to, you know, anybody just giving a time and you know, you know, I just don't I, I you know, I just be I'll be trying to offer what I can. Uh so if anybody wanna volunteer and say, hey man, I host a call once a week or something, y'all can do that. And then that we'll we'll put together something as well for um for the brothers. Uh the book club update on the book club. We are on uh, chapter two still of uh where is that book? We are on chapter two. Of um, Outwitting the Devil. I got to find my copy. Outwitting the Devil. So we'll be reading that, inshallah, tomorrow. Probably tomorrow, like around 5 p.m. Central Time. So if you're on the premium side, we will be doing the um, the book, God willing, inshallah, tomorrow uh, at, at 5 p.m. Central Time. We're going to be in Chapter 2. So we're going to read the book, give our feedback on the book things of that nature so we're gonna all read it together okay and all of that information will be inside of the power call that information will be inside of the power call sister yasina said i'll host a call once a week all praise is due to allah there it is asking you shall receive what the bible say you have not because you ask not huh ain't that what they say so also those of you all who are on the power call uh, go give us the test. Well, not give us, but give the uh, the the testimony of the minister. Uh, we have finished the origin of blackness. If you guys uh, are inside of the or inside of the Power Call app, you're gonna go to the side, and on the side you're gonna see test Power Call testimonials. And when you click on testimonials, that's where you can post your testimonial. Uh, disclaimer: 
the testimonial part is not for y'all to just post anything. Okay, I've been seeing that y'all still. I know y'all like, oh, I can post in here. No, that's only for testimonials and feedback of the power call. You know, so if you don't have a testimonial, that is not a place uh, to do that. Okay. So thank y'all for listening, and we will see you all uh, tomorrow morning, inshallah. Assalamu alaikum. Come on now. God, what's going on? Somebody be coming in here messing with my stuff. It ain't no way that thing keep messing up like that. Okay, we're going to try it again. Take two. Y'all didn't see that. Yeah, I'm going to hurt my back leaning back. <laughs> leaning back. Hold on. Let me try it again. All right, let's go back. All right, family, so I thank you all for tuning in to this morning's Power Call, and y'all have a blacktastic Thursday. Assalamu alaikum. Is Brother Ben here? Brother Ben. Now, Ben got a heck of a program. A lot of people listening to Brother Ben. And Ben tells them about the minister. And Ben tells them about the minister.